Hi, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcasts are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. Hello. Well, Nicky, are we winning today, my friend? Not too bad, Joe. Let's let's dive in here. How, how has things been since we last spoke? Um, took a bit of your advice on board and went to a few of the customers over the price increases and all that and just told them, listen, um, everything's gone up stupidly, so I'm going to have to put the price onto your price going forward. And everyone agreed, so that all went well. Brilliant. Did you lose um, any jobs over it? Uh, not yet. Okay, that's great news. Yeah. Um, and then I also had the accountant in here, I mean, the office yesterday for three hours going over basically all the business costings and all that type of thing and we have it literally down to the daily and hourly rate cost per man now going yeah. forward from for the next year let's say we took into consideration the cost overheads for the year brilliant do you know what your daily break even point is now yeah 210 euros per man okay so 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 they each man needs to bring in 210 to cover his wages and overhead is it so the entire company's overhead for the year, wages, every overhead you can think of, we went through with a fine tooth comb yesterday, and it's 210 per day per man, which is 26 euros, 26 euros an hour, 26 euros and 16 cents an hour, I suppose, um, is the overhead. So if I'm charging a lad out, I'd be charging maybe a 35 euros an hour if you're going to the hourly rate, but you'd need to be covering yourself at 26, but that's Diesel, toll bridges, rent on the building, all the van costs, wages costs, accountancy costs, every every cost. Actually, let me grab a calculator on that because I want to I want to run these calcs with you while, while we're chatting here as well. So that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. So it's two uh, two ten per man per day. Yeah. That by eight, it's twenty six twenty five. Yeah. Um, and that's just your yeah. break even point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about the guys that are on more? Yeah, they would they'd be higher. So that's your average. So, okay, average. Okay, so we stick with the average. That's that's good enough. How many staff do we have? Uh, that was based on eighteen people. So I have three lads. We don't know. I have three lads starting with me now next week. So we ran the numbers with the eighteen of us in total. Um, we divided by the forty-six weeks of the year between the bank holidays and then builders holidays, and then five days of the week and eight hours a day, and that's how we got we got our figure. Brilliant. That's good. You know what I think there might be something hiding in that a little bit? Yeah. Is if if you have times when we don't have any men employed or we don't sorry, not that we don't have men, we don't have as many employed. So it might be worthwhile to to run a, a set now this is just look, you have a good understanding of the numbers here, so I can dive into this level of detail with you. It might be worthwhile to, to look at what the annual monthly weekly and daily overheads are for the business excluding wages yes i have all that here in front of me Savage. um now i don't have it individually broke down but if i took the wage bill off the wage bill is looking at 676 thousand for the year um if i took that off it then i would have me overheads 
But yeah. then again, the diesel cost is going to go down. The toll bridge cost is going to go down. There's other ah, associated yes. costs that will go down when the number of employees changes. Yes, that makes sense, yeah. Even the accountant's cost goes down because I charge per on the payroll and all that. And all that type of stuff. Have you got? Have you factored in your desired monthly or your desired yearly profit? Like eighteen men is a lot, of, a lot of bodies. Like so, you'd want to be, you'd want to make it substantial profits at that. Yes. Yeah, so we put in that we want to turn over. Well, the, the target now is going forward with that crew with the shop open. We want to turn over just under one point seven, one million seven hundred fifty fifty thousand is the target. And we're going to reverse that back then and going through with the boys here in the shop now tomorrow um, of our monthly sales target. So myself and the accountant went over all this yesterday, found out our total overheads going forward when, since we opened the shop, including internet, electricity, all the stuff with the shop. And then we're going to, we reverse engineer that to our cost and now we're going to go and have our sales target per week and per month, just whether it's building or sales in the shop. We have a set target that we want to get every week and so have see that, that see that 1.75 have we yeah. do you know what margin we're going to get after yes we're aiming for 30 percent 30 percent so he going, kind of said the rule the rule of thumb should be always a tool for profit a tool for overheads and wages and a tool for materials it's kind of that's okay. the way he usually walks it. right so so we're aiming we're aiming for 525 for half a mil profit in, in the year which which sounds a lot nicky right but like, bear in mind, there's a lot of men there, and you've got a big sh- like you're you're running a big machine here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's going to happen is you're gonna you're gonna have a number ingrained in your head, which is probably that two ten per man, right? Um, yeah. What I would probably suggest to you here, and just even talk to the account about that. This is just all learning, you know. If we take if we take our desired profit, which is five two five, divide that by fifty two, which is ten thousand yeah. and ninety six a week, and divide that by eighteen men. Yeah. So that's five sixty per week per man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then divide that again by the day. So it's a hundred and twelve. So actually that's a beautiful number there. So it's three thirty three per day. So yeah, three thirty three per day per man. would be what per man to charge out at. Yes. Which is not bad. Which like is, that's cheap. That's what I mean, it's not if you said to some woman there in the house and said, listen, I'm charging you 333 quid for that man for the day, she might tell you to go out the door. But when you're pricing the job and you're giving them the total price, you know, they won't see that individual figure. So it's not it's not too bad to get. And that's why I do the average. Yes. It's easy when you're the lad there and, you know, a general labourer, you're getting paid the same for a fella in and 100 quid a day. Yeah. They are making, you know, once I make the average throughout the year, it's all, all the same to me. Yeah, you know what? That's a it has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Three thirty three per day, like yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. But you know what I found, right? You know the way we use our make or break system. And to be honest, look, your company's a bit bigger than than most of them. So you know, maybe you'll you'll end up using a version of our make or break and a version of what your accountant has given you there, right? Yeah. But what I found is we used to have our break even point only including our our overheads and our running costs. Yeah. And then when I started, when I started intertwining and 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 not allowing the profit to be considered as an optional extra, lads just hit the target. So if you were going in your head thirty or two ten per man per day plus, now it's plus whatever. That's you'll you'll always fixate on a two ten plus. But if you just fixate on a minimum of three thirty three. Plus. 
Yeah, a minimum. That's what I'm saying. A minimum of three thirty three per man per day. That's gonna allow yeah. you to hit your weekly, monthly and annual targets. Yeah. And that's good going. And then, you know, maybe this time next year you'll you know, when you've hit your target you'll review and you'll say, Right, well which men in that are doing that more than others? Is it a yeah, shop or so is it a site work or whatever, you know? I took your advice last for our last phone call there. Um, you wrote me out a little bit for doing the ten euro and hundred euro task. So I'm definitely now from Monday on staying in the office three days a week. I'm actually not even going to give myself a van. I'm going to make sure I can't leave the bloody office for those three days because um, with that new lad I was telling you with that new builder sat with me yes. Monday. So he's looking at, he's only after leaving here. That's what I was talking to going over the schedule for next week. So he's going to be looking after most of the stuff that I would have been looking after. And it's going to allow me then to be in the office and start individually keeping a record of the jobs, what men's doing what, what job did we price, how long did it take versus what we priced. So after a month or two, I'll be able to sit back and say, well, yeah, we priced 10 working days and that job, it took 11 or it took nine and see, steady the ship a bit, see where you need to turn. Yes, exactly. And you can't do that when you're off driving a truck or delivering skimming yeah. or all that nonsense, you know. And I hope yeah, you didn't mind yeah. me kind of having that conversation no, no, with you the last day. I'd be, giving, I'd be giving out to myself for doing it. Right, yeah, well, at least you know, both me and you can give out to you over doing it. <laughs> yeah, Come, yeah. No, going no. forward. But it's just that your, your eye is not on the ball. It's as simple as that. You know, your eye cannot be on the ball if you're doing those other bits. And even even like yeah. in, in our office here, um, you know, we've got we've got our Facebook side of things and we've got the property side of things. Paddy is all over the property side of things. And if he wasn't all over it, I would need to be all over it, which meant I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have the time to focus on this business, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. So, no, look, you're, you're doing the right thing there. Get rid of the fucking van, everything. Buy yourself a nice pair of shoes. Go out and buy the most expensive pair of shoes you can get this weekend, yeah? Yeah, so I won't go on to any building site. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's what it is, you know? It's the only way. I'll tell you a story another day about a lad changing his shoes, and uh, he, he was just... Very simple, very quickly. He was... Um, he, he we we made a bit of a joke saying wear them shoes. I met him on a Sunday. Wear them shoes out on site the next day because you won't get them dirty. And he was more standing back looking. And at the end of the day, he sacked the fella because he could then see what all his men were doing. And you realize mm. one fella was just a fucking nuisance, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Then the, the running joke was when this fella has his new shoes on, be careful, you know. Um, yeah. But just gear up to run the company as opposed to be a worker in the company. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. I was kind of transitioning over the last, well, with this, with all the lockdowns, I suppose, the last year and there, really, um, I was gearing up to do it last summer, and so between the shit that happened and then all the lockdowns, I just, I'm only getting around to it now. We only get open there the 8th of June, so we uh, we kind of are on top of it now, and that's what I'm doing, taking a step back from, I suppose, the daily running of the physical side of things and more just looking after the office. Brilliant, yeah, and, and this seems to be a good guy that you're at the hoarding there. The new guy. He'll be a key oh, man on site for you, won't he? Yeah, but not only that, the amount of volume of work that he's um, already after putting across my desk because he's local here, building 25, 30 years, and he never bothered really going big himself. I think he was just content enough tipping away. I think he was physically doing the work himself. As I said, a very good builder, but um, he, he probably turned down three, four times the amount of work that he was doing, whereas now I have the manpower behind it. He's Brilliant. just putting putting the work across the desk and we're pricing them. Um, but we, we, we won't be able to do all that's coming, but we're pricing them a bit higher than, let's say, we'd need 
if we yes. needed the job, we'll, we'll price them because we don't need them. And if we get a couple out of it, so that's value alone. Yes. Um, you know, nearly cover his wages. Yeah, and he's he's probably happy now that he can just do what he loves doing best without having to worry about the business side of things. Yeah, and also then he's sixty-one, and his his, his arms and shoulders like and he's telling me that like the the body's broke up for the last twenty-five, thirty years doing all the pulling and dragging, and he should still be lifting steel RSJs and everything. And like kind of said to him the last year or two, I said, look. I'll give you a little Volkswagen caddy van there and a notebook and you can go around surveying and pricing jobs and making materialists run my job. And I said, you don't have to do any of that gunting yourself. And Brilliant. so he's coming around to the idea. That's great. I know a few of them old boys, man. They are absolute machines, aren't they, bro? Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. are like, and, and no complaining out of them. Just get on with it, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, that's what he's done and now, is, now the body's given up. Yes, exactly. No, so it's good timing, and and the I, I find all these things are they seem to be coming together for you nicely. Like we got to know each other, I think at the right time for your business. You've got this lad in the door here now as well, at the right time for your business. Lockdown is yeah. over for now, anyways, and we you know I think yeah. we're, we're we're through with most of it. And you've got all this money yeah. built up where people want to get their you know, their homes renovated, and plus you've got your your renovation center done. So give us a little insight into that. Where is that again, Nikki? In Drawdown County Loud, um, the no business park, Drawdown County Loud. Are you far off a motorway up there, are you? No, literally two minutes from the motorway, beside Fantasia Water Park. You oh, literally yeah. can't, you know, uh, me, me, me business plan was to take this building at the corner of the car park that from May, June, July and August, usually without the coronavirus, the Fantasia Water Park, the place to be chock-a-blocked for yes. four months of the year. So from an advertising point of view, you'd have a massive car park all day, every day, full. Now, people mightn't call into you when they're going in the water park, but they'd at least see the building and say, we must call in there. Yes. So that's why we kind of took this location. And, and what are they um, doing in that, that building? I know we spoke about it a few different times, but so you, it's, it's, a, it's a renovation centre as opposed to... The home, the, the home renovation centre is the name of the building. And the idea is you come in the door and if you want to go to house from top to bottom, you can pick everything you need to redo it in here. Like from tiles, doors, floors, bathroom suites, kitchens, wardrobes, internal doors, windows and doors for your front door, your front windows. We have displays of uh, all your exterior types of render, like west ash and decay rends. Uh, we have a composite, want to have a composite display, so your composite deck and composite fence panels. So effectively, my customers from my existing building clients, they can come in here and pick everything that they want us to put in their job, obviously buy it off us as well. But it saves them having to trek around to five different tile shops, two different kitchen shops, four different floor shops. They just tell us what they want. And if we haven't got on display, we get it for them and have it here when they book an appointment to call down. So oh, nice. Serious convenience, like. Yeah, because yeah. everyone now has two or three young kids and... I noticed the last two years in our existing jobs, you need the bathroom suite or the tile and, and you're asking them for a month before the job starts that they pick their tiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get round to it. And two days before you need them, they still haven't got them. Yes. But it, like, we only open, as I said, in June the 8th. And already now for three or four article versions that we're doing, I brought customers down and they've picked their tiles, sanitary wear, but also they're upselling. So I allow the standard, I allow 15 quid a PC sum for tiles. But when they come down and actually see the showroom, sure, some of them are spending an extra grand, an extra 500, because the, the women see the stuff and they want it. So I'm upselling as well as making it convenient for them. 
Very good, yeah. That's that's great. And like the thing is, if they're going to be buying the materials anyways, they may as well buy them off you. So you're doing everything else. Yeah, exactly. That's nice, and that would that would give peace of mind as well now because like if I was if I was hiring Nicky to do a job and not the conversion as I said there or whatever, it suit me that he's supplied everything. Therefore, he's responsible for everything. Yeah. As opposed to well, there's a problem here with this or that, and that's where that's where I think where the. The, the hassle starts on jobs as time goes on when the client starts supplying their own materials from suppliers. Yeah, they get the wrong stuff or the wrong size or the wrong colour and then sure, you have the lad booked in to fit it and then it's the wrong, you know, you have to book in another day then the cost you a day's labour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now that that sounds good, yeah. So are you, are you getting the traffic into the, to the, the premises already, into the renovation centre? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, we've, We've a steady flow of customers, probably three to four customers a day. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but when they're coming in looking for a bathroom renovation price or a feature wall price, or we've another couple of jobs we got previous there. One job was over 20 grand we got from it, was wall panels, feature walls, uh, built-in window seats, that type of thing. You, you don't need 50 customers a day coming in and spending a tenner when you have two people spending a couple of grand. Like. Yeah, you're selling high-ticket items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Um, we we've only we've only advertised on Facebook because, as I said, I've done a soft launch. I'd rather iron out any creases. Um, you know, the place is fully isn't finished in a sense that we're still waiting on suppliers to give us in displays. Now, for the naked eye, when you walk in, you wouldn't know the stuff missing because it's not a building site like it's a clean showroom. Yes. We still have stuff to add. So um, I've gone away to we've all that done before. I maybe do a local paper ad or put a bit of money behind it. But look, we're, we're busy enough and we're getting enough. I'm happy with the progress for since we opened for what I've put into it. And yeah, no, that's 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 really good. And we're, what's the name of your? I know the name of your company is the Heatwave Group. Yeah, but like Heatwave, Heatwave Maintenance Limited is the actual name registered name of the company. But the name trade name I have for the shop is the Home Renovation Centre. And that's what we have above the door. Like. And, and what, what do you have on your vans, or what will you have on your vans? So the home renovation centre now is on five of the vans. Yeah, five of the vans have the home renovation centre on them and all the address and details for here. Two of the vans, two of the big crafters then have heatwave extensions on it, which is another trading name. We have a, a house extension showroom in the business park there in Finglas of a full-size house extension. Again, people can come in and look at it, pick their windows, pick their doors, have a variation of that. And I, the picture of that on two of the vans, so two of the vans, that business was set up in 2018. That showroom was built in 2018. So that's been that's been feeding us all ever since and Brilliant. feeding us with three times the amount of extensions we could build over the last couple of years. That's that's great. And are we, are we going to are we gonna rebrand right across the board as the... Home renovation centre, or are we going to keep the two brands? No, going? because I, I'm happy with what, like all the branding is the same. So the same logo, same colouring on the vans. In actual fact, customers even commented to me they never even noticed there was two different types of van outside until I pointed it out to them. Because the colouring, the stickers, the letters, everything except for the home renovation centre versus heatwave extensions is the same, same contact number, same logo, everything. And they actually never copped until you pointed out to them. So, like, I'm happy with the with the amount of works coming from the heatwave extensions. And then that also, that, that showroom has its own two vans advertising for the extension showroom, which we haven't got in the main shop. 
Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. Yeah. And what about the website Home Renovation Center? Is it Home Renovation Center? Brilliant. Is it their home renovation centre or just home renovation yeah. centre? No, no, their home renovation centre. Brilliant. Did you buy both the main names? Did you buy the there and then the one without there? No, there's a place in Cork to have home renovation centre. So I just yeah. have the, the, my actual registered business trade name is the home renovation centre. That's the website we got and then we have the same for Facebook. Right. Oh, that's great. Well, at least your man's miles away. He's not going to be competing with you anyways. No, no. Yeah, and um, what does he do the, 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 with the similar name? Something similar. Right. It's slightly smaller setup. It looks like an old renovated house with a small building out the back of it, but it's something similar, kitchens and bathrooms. And I don't know if they do the bigger side of things. Uh, Cosder and Cork, as you said, they're not competing with me, so I didn't really look too much into it. It was only when I was searching the, the names for the websites and Facebook that they kept coming up, so... That's the only reason why I know them. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, but well, it's a good name either way, like. Well, it says two, it, two it, accountants tried to tell me that the name was gone. Oh, that name's too obvious. That who said that? Name is gone. Two accountants, before I found the existing accountant, I went in to register the two company names. Oh, this was four or five years ago before I went out on my own. And they tried to tell me, no, no, that name's gone. And literally wouldn't even say it. So I said, tell you the name's not gone. I checked the CRO website and he says, and um, they said the name's too obvious, the Home Renovation Centre show. Everyone would have thought of that name, but no one did. They didn't even bother checking, did they? They didn't even bother checking, no. Just told them this is he wouldn't even entertain me at the door. I said, right, fair enough, and went, and went to a different accountant and got a registered. And then I registered one online myself, but I even registered me now with the CRO. You, you registered everything with the CRO, did you? Yeah, I registered the name with the, the business name with the CRO, the Central Registration Office and that, so it's registered for me now personally. Do you need to take that call there, do you? No, it's the shop phone. Oh, is it? L- long may you keep ringing, yeah? Yeah, that's it. It's actually even weird hearing the landline. I don't, I don't know, like, places. Sorry? It's, it's weird even hearing the landline ringing now, you know that? Yeah, yeah, that's how that's bad it is. Yeah, well, there's not that many places like that have landlines as much as... Well, not many builders have landlines nowadays because everything is a, everything's on the phone, you know? Everything's on the mobile. It is. It is. Yeah, no, it's, it's grand because... What I'm doing now is um, I'm going to, from Monday on, I'm going to divert my mobile phone after six or seven rings um, to the office. Yes. So if I'm in talking to a customer or in a meeting or something, someone will get an answer. That's the idea, that they'll get an answer all the time if I'm busy. Yeah, and you know what? Here, here's... Um, well, actually, you can't do that. What I do always say to the lads is, you know, to cut down on the volume of calls, is just change your voice now to say, Sorry, I can't take your call right now, but if you send me a text, I'll get back to you. Because yeah. Normally, we have the same people ringing four or five times, and, and, you know, mentally, we think we're getting five times the amount of calls that we're getting, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. Now, my, my phone, it's it's great now. My phone never rings. It's absolutely amazing. Like, the, the Facebook and the WhatsApp hops, but the phone never rings, whereas when I was on when I was back in the building company, it was constant, all day, every day. And you do need a break from it, don't you? Yeah, no, it's 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 that's that's my biggest time consumer. One hundred percent is the phone. Is on the phone. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And, and and every time you nearly every time you get off the phone, you've a missed call or voice message. The phone might ring for ten or fifteen minutes, and as soon as you get a call or two, then you get another call or two. It's always the way. And is it clients or or lads? Clients or mixture staff? of all. The clients, suppliers, sales reps, uh, and my own lads then. Although I've started trying to tell my own lads not to ring me. 
Yes. Unless it's a proper meds, let me know on your way home every day how the day was. And not only that, that's going to stop them, as you said before, it's going to make them think for themselves before they ring me. Hang on a minute, can I not figure this out for myself? Yeah. Rather than, you know, and I'm, kind of, I'm kind of getting on to them a little bit now. I think we had a conversation about five or six weeks ago where you were saying I kind of half created that in the sense that I was kind of molly-collying them and doing everything for them. Whereas yeah. then I started pushing more onto them, saying, look, you're a grown fucking man. Um, if you need materials, make your own list. Like, you're the one on the job. If you need an extra 20 length of timber, look around and make sure you make a list and then get them on the way home or the next morning. Yeah, very good. Yeah, now that's and and that's that's what we find a lot of times. What happens, Nicky, is that you know lads that are company owners, company owners that are too willing to do too many things. Yeah, and it's hampering yourself from yeah. growing the business. And you it's, be stuck it's, where you are. It's turning your staff into like just teenagers. Yeah, you know, like they just can't think for themselves. You know, not even teenagers, but turn your just turn your staff into kids that can't think for themselves. You know. Uh, but look, yeah. this, this is the joys of it, you know. So, so where do you where do you see the next challenge for yourself that we need to be aware of and and, and tackle in advance, or just keep it coming down the line? Biggest challenge I think going forward for me, what I was only talking about the smart, I think is materials, cost of materials, and availability of materials is the biggest. I can see that's the biggest obstacle now. I think it's going to get to the point where people just won't have the money to. Like I got a price list this morning, and July increases. And it's not 2 or 3% on things, it's 25%, 30%, 18% on basic plywood, OSB, your scan board, all lead and everything's gone up. And if it's the same, it's the same every month for the last three or four months. When's it going to end? I think that's going to be the, I think people will end up, stop doing the jobs because it's going to get too expensive if it keeps going the rate it is. Um, but what's the alternative then for the clients? There's no alternative. They just either have to not do the job or pay me or pay someone else. So mm-hmm. But I think it's going to get to a point where it will be just unfeasible to do certain jobs because the cost has gone up so much. Well, you know what? Like, that's already the case. On like Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm out there buying houses. And, yeah. You know, back back in the, in, in the boom, before I got scalded, you know, I was building yeah. a few houses. And I haven't ever built any houses since I got back on the horse, as they say. Because... It's just too expensive. Like, the build cost went through the roof without the house prices going up to mm. match it. Now, I know house prices have gone up and all that, but, like, you know, most times when I'm buying a house, I'm buying it at less than the cost of building. Yeah, because of the end of and the energy rate now and everything that's coming into it. It's just, yeah. I mean, the, st- the, cost, the cost of building now is a lot more than it was even 15 years ago. Yeah, absolutely, you know. So, now, now this is trickling down from... The, say the investor who couldn't build a house because when he builds it it'll be worth less than what it was worth and it's trickling yeah. down to you know Mary and John who want a, a small porch or a little extension or a renovation and it's a, like it's it's costing a quarter of the price of the value of the house to build a small extension yeah and yeah. bear in mind they've had to get a 25 year mortgage to clear off the house so yeah. they're going to go back now and, and extend that just to get an extension yeah look hopefully it comes back down because we don't want this you know no, no, definitely not. What justification uh, are you giving for the materials going so expensive? Just the, the usual, uh, what was it, uh, supply in the world, supply chain is what was on the bottom of it, um, uh, lack of production. 
But I had them myself that most of the OSB and timber products is all heading to America. That's what two of the main suppliers have told my suppliers that are shipping it all out because they're getting more money for it, obviously, and that's driving up the price everywhere else. Right, so it's like, well, if you want it, you can pay the same price these guys are paying for. Yeah, I also had as well a lot of the plastic and PVC products, how true it is. Like, if you think of it, the amount of products we use in building that plastic or PVC, I had a lot of them are made with some byproduct that's made from aviation fuel. And because um, there's no planes flying that much, there's a shortage of the byproduct of that to make all these things. Like the likes of the Wavin sewer pipe, I'm sure most of the lads there now, like a lot of places, they just, the Wavin and Balbrigan, they just can't keep up making it. There's a massive shortage of it. And it's it's not that they were using that much more. I don't think they can make it quick enough with, with the shortage of their raw material. Yeah, well, all plastic comes from oil of some sort. So you're probably on yeah. the money there with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, geez. Look, ho- hopefully it settles down. That's the thing, because, you know, that's, it's scary, isn't it, when you see simple little things becoming unaffordable for no real reason yeah. to us, you know? But you look at OSB there. Like, was, what was it in April? 16, 38 sheet I was buying for close to that and now I think it's I think it's over 30 euro close to that sheet. Now oh, some places have had it you know, 50 quid but it, it has basically doubled in the last three months. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. That is shocking, like. So, so that's in every, most of your roofs, are, like, most of your flat roofs of the tongue roof, yeah. most of your attic floors, your, you know, you'd use, and then your joisting. Your, 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 your joisting has gone up from 15 something for a 9 by 2 joist now, and it's 21, 80 or something plus to that. I got a call for yesterday, so that's gone up, what, 6, 7 euros a length. There's a lot of lads that aren't as diligent as yourself that are going to get caught up with that, aren't they? I'd say so. Definitely, a lot of people get caught up with that. Jesus, man, that's yeah. that's that's shocking. And again, and again, the problem is, where does it stop? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, so I kind of, I'll be honest with you, Joe. I not that I will say I've wrote this year off, but with the lockdowns and the price increases, and then the delays we're having on jobs with materials where we can't finish the bloody job and get paid, and I say there's another lockdown coming with the sounds of things in maybe September, October, that's just my, I'd say there's something going to happen. This year I kind of said, well, if we get the shop fully finished, we keep treading water, make a few quid and get this year out of the way, and hopefully things level off price-wise and then even time scale and getting material next February, March, I kind yeah. of think that'd be an achievement in itself. I'm happy with that. No point being yeah. unrealistic either. You know, I think I think you're doing a good job so far. Yeah, I think I think you're doing a good job. And the main thing is, you you know, your your head is clued in. Yeah, you know where you're at. You know what you're going on. And this is kind of like where you're at now is a combination of what three years work. Yeah, uh, well, we set yes. The, I still, the company had no employees in September 2018. We started in October 2018. It's just over two and a half years. But if you take out the coronavirus lockdowns, we're at about two years, just over two years yeah. from from nothing, basically, to where we are. So, it's a good go, man. You know, if the and next, and, if and the you're next, at the races now, nicely. Yeah, and if the next two years goes at the same level of growth, well, then we'd be, you'd be scary to think of the numbers. Yes, absolutely. You know, don't don't keep pushing to take on more men. As I'd say, is like if you're if you're earning if your target earnings are half a mil, right? My my suggestion yeah. to yourself, and look, we'll be we'll be talking about this on an ongoing basis. My suggestion to yourself would be don't jeopardize that half a million in twelve months. Yeah, 
for mm. the sake of trying to make a million in 12 months. Get your half oh, million no. and then start the clock again. Next time you might want to get 750 in 12 months. Then the next time you want, might want to get a mill. Too many people make the mistake of overextending and overstretching. And then something goes amiss and they just turn back and say, or they turn around and say, I should have just done this part first, you know? Yeah. Now, my thing, I knew myself for the last 12 months since we took on the new shop and that and the few vans. I knew the infrastructure we had in place regarding vans, diggers, shops, showrooms. We didn't have enough employees to carry it. Well, comfortably. So yeah. I kind of always had in my head 18 to 20 employees to right. spread the cost of the overheads over that. And I kind of said to myself, when I get to that level, get the employees, I'm going to take the foot off the gas in a growth terms, and you know, I still try yes. and grow the profitability of the business, but I'm not going to take on an extra 10 lads because um, I still haven't taken any of my own directors loan back out of the company. I haven't really done, you know, haven't benefited from it. So I said to myself, well, before I go risking it, as you said, to try and make the extra money and grow more, I want to at least take a few quid back and maybe tidy up my own house or maybe buy a slightly bigger house. Yeah, yeah, that that's it. Look, you don't need to just keep pushing for expansion unless you're taking some of the rewards yourself. That's just what. what yeah, I'm always, even what, what I'm about, you know. Yeah, you know, like it's great. No, look, in saying that, everything I do, I just push it back in, push it back in, push it back in. But yeah. I put my stuff back in to investment as opposed to keep putting it back in to a business. Um, yes, yeah, so you're taking it from the Facebook business and putting it into the house. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's kind of where we're at as well. And um, yeah. when when we get to when we get leveled off, that's kind of the exact thing I want to do. I want yeah. to make the money doing what we're doing, and then put it into bricks and mortar or in shares. I suppose uh, you have a personal share account with all the expenses. Now we're getting dividends every month or whatever. But I, I do believe it's better to go down the road of the houses. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would always say, look, stay the fuck away from anything with stock markets and all that sort of stuff, especially if yeah. we're builders and construction minded and a construction background because there's nothing that we can't do with you know but uh yeah like once you, you finish kind of you know getting the business at a point just the same level of effort to generate the cash throw it into a couple of deals you buy them once you have them forever yeah that's yeah, my kind exactly. of view on, on the whole thing you know but now listen man this is this is good result i think this is a, this is the start of a success story you know and i'm glad that we got to do this call today because we'd be able yeah. to say remember you were only open a few weeks and this and you are predicting all that so yeah. You know, keep keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, is there anything else you want to throw in there? Now we're going to put this out on the podcast, as you know. So don't be afraid to give yourself a plug here. How can we? Who who can we? Uh, who can we help you get connected with? Um, I suppose any tradesman out there who's looking to grow their work profile, give me a shout. Or grow their business. Um, carpenters, plumbers, um, painters. Find the hard to get painters at the minute. Um, and a couple of decent carpenters, I suppose. So anyone around Dublin, Loud Mead, that's in the group, are listening to this, give us a show. Yeah, perfect. Excellent stuff. And what I'll do is I'll put um I will put your uh, company name and link yeah. um in the in the description here, you know. If you want to shout out yeah. your phone number there, um to the lads in case anybody's looking, they can just ring you directly or do you want them to go to send you an email? Yeah, no, send send me an email there. Yeah, well, sure, you're, you're trying to stay away from the phone, and I'm getting you, <laughs> I'm yeah. getting you more on the yeah. phone, and we're trying to stay away from that. But uh, listen, you're, not, you're fairly responsive on the emails anyways, you know? Yeah. Okay, well, my man, well, Nicky. Thanks, thanks very much for that, Joe. Pleasure having a catch-up with yourself today, and I'll chat you soon, my friend. Talk to you then. See you at the thanks top, my man. Much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, folks, that concludes another episode of the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. 
Don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG being, of course, short for The Tradesman Survival Guide.